Now we're rolling. Sweet. Yeah, we're rolling. Cool beans. I like how I like this. I like how we just kind of like slide into the episode. Yeah, an awkward, an awkward slide in. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the Chris Collinsworth. Of, yeah. I can't. <laughs> Sunday night football. He oh, didn't yeah. do that this week, which made me upset. But it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, starting to get a little fall weather. It's, it's getting down Dude, to 88 and a no little fall. chilly in the mornings, huh? Not really. It's I mean, 88. Wow, it's getting cool. I mean, I guess. I mean, you're from Michigan, so <laughs> what's your definition of chilly? I was being extremely sarcastic. Oh, okay, good. Just making sure. I didn't, I didn't is, pick up on this that. This is it was like the, the distance here. Summer weather. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Yeah, but I mean, it's coming up for those of you watching. It's like, it's kind of near uh, Halloween, which take the whole religious side out of it. I know there are some people who. That could be a different, a different they, podcast. They, they might be like figuring it out, <laughs> figuring out Halloween. That would be a good one. <laughs> oh, we should have planned that better. Dang it. Yeah, but. I mean, growing up, we always, like, it was just an excuse for me to get candy. Oh. Because, like, we didn't keep, like, when we were younger, my mom didn't keep a whole lot of candy in the house. So I remember one time my my haul was, like, eight pounds of candy. Oh, my gosh. I, I just took my pillowcase and just, boom. You always go, you can either go to, like, the big houses and, like, get a oh, lot of, of, like, a lot of, like, big candy. You don't get as much candy, but you get, like, bigger pieces oh, of yeah. candy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, you go to, like... Just like the regular homes, and you just go as fast as you can. Oh, yeah. Either one works. It just depends on what you're going for. I probably covered, I mean, eight pounds of candy. I probably covered three miles one night. Wow. Just one, dude, I was I was a menace. <laughs> I was I wanted that candy. When was the last time you went trick or treating? Oh, like last year. Nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nice. I that was my joke too. That's that's what I was gonna. That, yeah. <laughs> I got you. I beat you to it. Yep. I don't know. Um, like tenth grade. Yeah, uh, that was about it. That's yeah, about the that's tenth about grade, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, about that time, and then I was just like, I mean, I was playing sports and stuff in high school, so sometimes it felt like practices fell on that night. Yeah. So. Every every year I was in a mad dash to like figure out my costume like the day of like I still wasn't sure maybe I went to something because we'd have like at school everyone would dress up mm-hmm. and like you have like a little parade and stuff like that and that's more <laughs> elementary school uh, but then like later on like you like yeah. oh, well start second guess my costume it's like maybe I want to change to something else and then I change into something stupid and then not be happy with it yeah every time top ten uh, top top three costumes go my top three costumes. Let's see. Speaking. Hmm. Uh, I think. Oh, that's tough. I don't really remember any of mine. I know I had a couple of good ones. Um, I went as Batman multiple times. Same. Uh, that was that was a go-to. It was pretty pretty sick costumes. It ranged from really bad Batman costumes to eventually they got better. Yeah. Um, like when the Dark Knight trilogy came out. That's when the that's when the Batman costumes oh, started getting really good. That was before I was. So I was into the, like the nineteen like sixties oh, Batman. That okay. was that was the Batman that I knew at the time. Um, but I also I'm pretty sure I also went as the Keebler Elf one year. <laughs> that was when I was really young. Um, <laughs> the Keebler Elf. Yeah, and I think I went as George Bush another year. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Good. Good. Good range. Yeah, good. good a healthy mix. Yeah, that's those are solid. Those right, are solid. What were your What were your top three? I went I every Marvel superhero, and then I dressed up as a piece of bacon one time. Nice. That was solid. I got a lot of comments on that. Yeah. I think I, think I might still actually have that costume. <laughs> nice. It's just like something you throw over. Yeah, like a little yeah, hole. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, hmm, I don't know. I was, 
I was a good I was a good Superman. <laughs> like for oh Jack Sparrow too from okay, Pirates of the nice. Caribbean. Yeah, wow. that was great. That'd be uh, a good one. Oh yeah, but uh, but yeah, for those watching, let us let us know your <laughs> your favorite Halloween costume. That's a, it. Sounds like a weird thing to ask somebody to like. Hey, your favorite Halloween costume. Yeah. Well, it's like so long ago. I don't remember. I guess. I guess. Depends. I guess our demographic. <laughs> yeah, it depends on where you're at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, oh, and I have a word of the week. Oh, yes, let's hear it. Okay. Word of the week this week. Drum roll, please. Austin number two, drum roll, please. There it is. You guys can't hear that, but he's, <laughs> he did the drum roll. Uh, amalgamation. Amalgamation? Amalgamation. Well... It just means... I can hardly say that word. <laughs> the action or process of uniting or merging two or more things. So, like, the process of amalgam... Um, the amalgamation of two companies. Okay, I'd like to know where you came up with... Or found this word. Were you just searching in big words? In the textbook. In the textbook. <laughs> that's where I find all my... In the text. That's, that's where I find all of my big words. Okay. In my... Uh, amalgamation in my seminary is the, textbooks. Is the joining of two things? The the merging of two things merging so like think of companies like okay. if a company is going through a merger a merger it's an amalgamation amalgamation yeah okay. or ah. like two ideas two methods just yeah amalgamation right. so we'll try to All work right. that in we'll try <laughs> we'll try to get I'm it gonna, I'm gonna forget halfway through and I'm gonna be we thinking. always do and then like right as the episode ends it's like, at the okay, end we're good <laughs> yeah we'll try to, we'll try to try to like work it in to, in the middle of something yeah yeah exactly but I say we go ahead and get into the episode sounds good Welcome in to episode 42? 41? No, no I think idea. it's 41. 41 40. of wow. figuring it out. I know, right? We're, we're, we're just chugging along. Yeah. But yeah, we're so glad you guys are here. And our topic for today is kind of a... I know the past couple of topics have been kind of heavy. And we're kind of continuing that theme. So right? We're going to keep laying it on. <laughs> we're just, yeah, that's what we got to do. Um, but no, we, we talk with you guys and we, we love hearing what you guys are figuring out. And... Honestly, it's just, it's a confusing time we live in. We, there are a lot of issues that seem to pop up that we really may not know how to handle. And I think one of those ideas is the Christian view or the biblical view of war, right? Or violence in war. Yeah. And I know we could, I was talking with Pastor Andy about it, and you could go into the church fathers and go into the theologians and view on that. But I just kind of want to give like a basic overview, right? Just kind of have a conversation about it. Because I think... You read the Bible, and we'll talk about this in a later episode, but you see this idea of like the Israelites going to war a lot in the Bible. And that has often been used as either criticism or just it's it's like shocking to people. Like, wow, like these like God actually told these like told his people to go to war yeah. and to kill another another tribe or people group. And that's perplexing for some people yeah well it's a little confusing especially when like one of the commandments is do not murder yeah and then like oh like god's having um like i'm reading in joshua right now mm -hmm. like where they're like commanded to go in and like kill these people and it's like that's doesn't seem right like right. what if god loves all his people why is like he having people go to war and kill right. other people mm -hmm. so it, like it, it's definitely confusing mm -hmm. um and you know a lot of war is happening right now yeah, um, yeah. It's, and, I mean, with the the unrest in the middle, it seems like the there's been unrest in the Middle East for centuries. Yeah. So I mean, but still, that's that's a it's a topic of debate. Very relevant. Among, very relevant topic right among now. Christians. And I think I think it was actually, <laughs> I think it was actually 
one of the Hot Pockets that <laughs> proposed this question. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Spencer's middle school small group in Clyde. <laughs> um, yeah, that, you know, I love middle school small groups because they have the best questions and they have some of the most off-the-wall questions. But <laughs> this is a good question. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something to to think it's something that invites us to think more deeply about, right? Yeah. And there's, I think there's a deeper issue more so than just, is it wrong to, is it wrong to own a gun and it's, is it wrong to go into the army, right? Sure. I think the underlying question you have to ask is what's the motive behind it? What's the reason? Yeah. And I think that's a case, the case with a lot of things we've talked about is like, what's your heart behind it? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's what God wants to know. Mm -hmm. Like if your reason for, joining the army because well for me i was telling you this before but for me i've always been terrified that god has been calling me into the army and i just like haven't been going why i don't know why i think i saw a commercial when i was younger and Mm -hmm. i was like what if what if i'm supposed to go into the army what if if that's what i'm supposed to do like i'm sure after my dad gave some message about like how we're called to do god calls to do scary things like that's the scariest thing ever (laughs) i'm gonna have to do that dang it (laughs) yeah you're gonna have to do what scares you right yeah 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 um, but no, like, I think God is not like, if you're like in the army mm-hmm. and Christian, or if you're like wondering, like, if you're interested in joining the army, like to defend this country, like God's not gonna be like, no, like Good. No, that's sin. You Like, because your desire and your heart is not like, I really like, you're not bloodthirsty. Yeah. Like you're like, I really just want to kill someone. Like, yeah. like that's not the, the right heart to have behind that. Um, it's more of like, I want to defend my country and defend yeah. these these helpless people who mm. are uh, being like attacked from these evil people. Well, yeah, and the reason why I guess the thirst or the the desire to to murder is wrong is because of the value of human life, right? Because God formed man in His image, man and woman in His image. There is a high value on human life that far surpasses all of creation, right? And God calls us as as image bearers to care for the rest of His creation. Yes. But we are the distinct mark of God. Like, we bear God's image. And I love the, the passage in, man, it's in, it's in the, I know it's in the Gospels, where uh, somebody asked Jesus about, like, paying taxes to Rome. And he goes, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And he says, he holds up the coin, he says, look at the coin. Whose image is it? Give to Caesar's what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. Implying yeah. that we, as humans, bear God's image. So give ourselves to God. And I think in the, because the the value of human life is so high, that's why God says like, "Hey, avoid killing. Avoid it at all costs." And that's not to say that being a part of the army or the armed forces is wrong. It's not because you're right. It's the desire behind it. If your desire is to protect and defend those who are defenseless and helpless, that's great. That is that's what God does to us, right? God is our defender and our helper. Because oftentimes, like, we cannot defend ourselves in our own human strength against the spirit, the spiritual realm, right? Yeah. No. And you also see the imagery in scripture de- de- described as a war. Like, we're in a spiritual war, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's, I think that imagery runs throughout scripture. It's not just in one place. It's not just, like, in the Old Testament. No, yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, it, it, you'd think, like, it's an easy, like, when, I, when you first, like, proposed this, like, mm-hmm. question... I at first I was like, oh, this is an easy answer. <laughs> but it's not. It's like you have to think about it. Well, you know, he's like, he says it's wrong. And yeah. He says it's like 
and then like you see other points where it's like, all right, there's time, there's time to go to war. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's that's where it gets tricky, really. Well, and the thing to keep in mind is, war is not the first option, right? Like even in the Old Testament, war is not the first option. Like when when God is communicating to His people to go and and conquer a town like city of Jericho, going to conquer those cities in the Promised Land. That doesn't mean that, like, God just had no communication or no revelation to the surrounding nations other than Israel, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's completely false because God made himself known to all people through the nation of Israel. And they you, you read in the Old Testament how you had outsiders coming and there, there were spots on the edge of the camp for people who converted to the Israel Code of Conduct and the, and the practice of following God, Jehovah. So it's not like God just says wipe them out because they're not Israelites. It's like God gave them like war is not to be pursued as the the first line of defense, right? Yeah. We're called to to use our God-given reason and intellect and ability to communicate and to speak truth. But if that does not work, I think it's wrong to for those being oppressed and those in a helpless state being oppressed to not take up their cause yeah. and defend them. No, you're right. I think even in like situations like mm-hmm. not in war, yeah. like if you know someone's trying to break into your house, hmm. you're not going to just be like, oh, okay, come on in. Yeah. Like I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Like I'm not supposed to fight. Like I'm not supposed to try and hurt you and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, no, you can like, you know, well, first call the police. Yeah. But then also like if like someone's in your house, like you have the right to like defend yourself. Yeah. And, um, and that's like, People wonder if that's, like, a sin, mm-hmm. to defending yourself. It's, mm-hmm. I don't think it is. And the thing, that kind of, that gets into, like, a whole not that goes down an avenue, but still on the same topic, is, like, the idea of owning, like, owning a gun. Sure. Or being, like, I know the, the, the word for it is pacifist, like, not partaking in any war whatsoever. Um, personally, for me, I would say... If I were like, if I were drafted, I would one hundred percent. It, I would look at the cause. So let's say, like a prime exa- injury. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man, my back's been hurting. I, I don't know. I did that enough in sports. It's okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it was just one time when I was in high school. It was basketball. I, I missed a shot and air ball. Then people were booing me, and so I was just like, I'm gonna fake a knee injury and oh, go down here. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. That's in oh, the past. My, I'm disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. But um. If, like, draw out this example, you look at the world wars, right? And especially, I'm going to use the relevant example of World War II, right? You had a a figure, a narcissistic, what, what's he, what do you call it? Dict- a narcissistic dictator, right? Trying to impose his will on a people group that he deemed less than worthy, right? A people group that he saw as less than because of their origin, Right, and he was oppressing people who could not fight back by his means to to increase the reign of the the Nazi Empire or the the greatness of the German Empire. Right, that to me is an example. And obviously, like you read, like British diplomats, French diplomats, like they went and they tried to reason with Adolf Hitler, and he did not listen. Right, so they actually pursued diplomacy before they they there was an all-out war because war is heartbreaking and i believe it it breaks god's heart 
because you have people you have people made in his image dying losing their lives and anytime like god says it in the old testament i take no i take no pleasure in the death of the wicked i take no pleasure in death so like it's not to be pers- it's not a first line first approach but it, it's something that's necessary. Yeah, that's right? not the first move. Yeah, it's like all right, let's see what we we can work out here before we start. Like, it's yeah, not, like, and that's going along with the situations, like your everyday situations. Maybe not everyday, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like real life situations yeah. where you're not in the war, where it's mm-hmm. like let's try to figure out a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, let's figure out a way to go around this. Yeah, and then like, but like you're saying, like they tried, and it's like all right, that's obviously not going to work here. Yeah, exactly. So. And so if they think about it, if they did not intervene if they did not use a physical means of defense to defend the helpless the people that were not involved in military in any capacity like that he would have he would have killed more people over a greater span of time i think the the total death toll for jewish people at that time was i think over a million or just just around a million which is it's it's crazy but that number would have been been tripled or maybe quadrupled if somebody had not stepped in, right? Yeah. And to kind of tie this back to a personal application, personally, if I if, if there was another situation like that where the United States was called to defend those defend people or defend ourselves against an attack that is not just, um, I would enlist, but I don't think I would I wouldn't pick up a rifle just right. because personally for me. I cannot stomach myself taking another life. I would what you would call I would be I would I would I would serve as kind of an active pacifist in that sense. Like, have you ever seen the movie Hacksaw Ridge? I have not. It's a great movie. It's really good. But it's about a guy who, because of his religious, I, I can't remember what his religious, his specific religious beliefs were, but because of his religious beliefs, he did not want to fight. He did not want to pick up a rifle, but he still served. He, he helped with the medical side of things. He, yeah. on the ridge, he brought people up and down the ridge. He, like, he fought, but he, without fighting, right? Yeah. And that, to me, is an example of, okay, if it's not your preference, like, it's not like you're evil or you're unpatriotic. Like, there are ways to serve your country without picking up a rifle if you don't believe that, right? Yeah. And that's different for each person. It might be different for me than it is for you. For sure. It, it goes back to kind of what we talked about with discernment using your reason, your experience, and your tradition, along with how you feel the Holy Spirit speaking to you in Scripture. Yeah, and at the same time, like, it's not bad, like you're saying, like, it's not bad uh, if you do pick up, like, a rifle, and you are using it, or whatever gun, you're using it to fight, like, exactly. that's, that's not a sin, like, well, yeah, like we said, depending on your heart, there's, like, two, two completely, I was reading this article today, um, two kind of like completely different things. There's like, uh, on one end you have like the bloodthirsty like person that's just ready. All right, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in just like take out as many people as I can just cause. Right. And you have the other person who's like, Nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna stay away from this. Right. At all. But then like you know you're doing it within the legal, within what your country is like, what you're needed to do. Within a set of parameters, right? Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like okay. So we've kind of determined that like war is just under certain circumstances and stipulations, which again, for those of you watching, and if you've served in the military, 
thank you. Like my 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 father served in the military. My stepdad, to be more specific, he served in the military. Um, my girlfriend's family, like they served in the military, and they like they sacrificed of their own comforts and their own times to protect their nation. That is a beautiful picture of, I believe, like adopting the form of a servant like Christ did, because I'm sure like they were not comfortable when they yeah, went, no, yeah. <laughs> they, when they I can't went, imagine. yeah, and it's difficult. So it's not to say that, oh, if you're in the military, like there's, you're a lesser tier of a Christian, right? Oh, absolutely. That, no. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. And, but there, there is that belief out there, which is sad to say, um, but that's not what we're saying. We're saying that, like, in a proportional response, in a in a certain set of circumstances, if the cause is just, it is okay. But there are like you need to have a an appropriate response, right? So you don't just you don't go with the intent of harming innocent women and children. You go in neutralizing the threat. Yeah, I think that, I think that is, and again, it gets to the heart behind it, right? Like, yeah. Like, if, so many of our other topics. Where it's like, <laughs> what's, what, what is your heart behind this? Well, like God wants to know. He, yeah. Like He knows your heart, mm-hmm. um, and like that's when it's like, all right, that's when it becomes a problem. Is when it's not in the right place. Well, yeah, and it's like we said. It's like it's not. It's not to be avoided for the sake of being morally upright and being right about what the Bible says. You bring it into the practical sphere. You look at how much pain. And destruction war causes, not just physically, but emotionally. I mean, you look at the ever-climbing rate of PTSD in our nation today, and it is staggering. And it is heartbreaking because we were not meant, God did not make us to domineer or to kill, right? We were made to live in relationship with God and with each other forever. Well, that's just like speaking to uh, just the fall of... Human. Yeah, exactly. Like, the the just, fall of man. Yeah. Sin has entered the world, and that's what is the cause. Like, we're not supposed. To, like you said, we're not supposed to be fighting. It's yeah. like God doesn't want us to be at war. War is not good. There's all sorts of problems that come from war. Just evil. Yeah. Um. And but it's just because of the fall of man. Yeah. And because we live in that that broken world and that broken world system. We have people that are striving, right, to to be the greatest and to control when that's not – we've kind of talked about it before on the podcast, but that's opposite of the kingdom. The kingdom of God reverses things and flips things on its head. And, and Jesus says the greatest of all is to be the servant of all, right? So the way to gain prestige and power is not by advancing in world society or in culture or financially, but it's – by submitting yourself to God and by walking with him. But unfortunately, that's not everybody's mentality. Yeah. So in this case, I would say, like, kind of to wrap up, if we were to amalgamate the ideas that oh, we presented here. Nice. <laughs> Every time. I can't say it without laughing. It's just <laughs> <laughs> but to kind of right. put a bow on this idea, it's not, it's not unjust to fight. If the cause is right and the, your purpose is to defend the poor and oppressed and your response is proportional, right? It's not it's not good to just annihilate everybody in, in a specific nation, though they may have no part in that war. The threat needs to be neutralized, yes. It needs to be calm and order and peace need to be restored. But that doesn't mean you erase or obliterate an entire people group. 
because of the actions of a small subset of that people group, yeah. right? And you, we could go into a lot greater detail. I mean, you look at specific historical examples like the Crusades and, I mean, the World Wars, the Vietnam Wars, things like the Vietnam War, singular. Um, and there are a lot of intricate details, but I guess as a general sense, you look at the cause for the war and the response, right? And yeah. you pursue peace and you seek to serve others in all that you do. And that is, I think, the approach that Christians need to take. And it's not one side or the other. Are you pro-war or anti-war? It's, okay, let's, let's figure this out. Let's sit down, let's have a conversation about it, and let's get to the heart of the issue. Yeah. Kind of like what you're talking about, like getting to the heart behind the reason for war. Yeah. Well, I agree. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> you see, we don't really. You and I agree on a lot. We don't. <laughs> we don't really like go back and forth on a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. But hey, that's great, right? We're, we're figuring it out. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah, but hey, thank you guys so much for joining in with us. If you guys like this content, or if you found this content helpful in any way, please share it. Like like the video or the episode, whether you're watching or listening, like it and, and share it with somebody who maybe has wrestled with this topic or one topic that we've talked about in the past. Because, and again, as we say always, we love to hear from you. We love to hear your take on this issue, how you've interacted with it. And we love interacting with you guys all throughout the week. Uh, but hey, we love you guys. And until next time, we'll see you later. See ya. Hey everybody, this is Austin from Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer, and we release episodes on Thursdays, and we would love to connect with you. You can watch either on YouTube or anywhere that you can download or listen to a podcast, we are on there as well. And we would love to connect with you and figure things out with you. So join us on Thursdays for Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer.